This podcast is brought to you by Westbury Stud. Good Sorts with Peter Early. And today, catching up with the Peter Stewart Hops manager when it comes to the starting gates. Peter, g'day, how are you? Very well, thanks, Peter. Oh, good as gold. Operations manager for the starting gates. What the hell does all that mean? Well, I'm involved uh, with a company, Northern Race Day Services, which is a consortium that runs the um, starting gates in the northern area. We're based in Cambridge. Um, we do from Taupo to Whangarei. Everything in between. Mm. Uh, starting gates, uh, there are a few clubs who've got their own now, but do you still cart them around the place, do you? Yeah, we can't. We've got a set that we, we that, that are based in Cambridge, Peter, that does, mm-hmm. does Taupo, does Tauranga, Rotorua, Titeco, when it was going, Paul, uh, Tim, um, Tim's Tiara, Pukakaui, mm-hmm. um, Waipa, and then there's... Like place like Ruakaka got their own, Avondale got their own, LZ and Waikato have got their own, and we we just operate them. We don't we don't cart them around. Okay, uh, there are actually some interesting stories carting those gates around over the years. I know uh, once or twice they've failed to get to the track. We've had to put the race back yeah, and those yeah, sorts yeah, of things. Yeah, well, what, what, um, we've had, I don't know whether we've had, haven't actually missed getting them to the races, but it, it's been we've had some. Bloody, bloody close sque- uh, squeezes, I tell you. What, what's, um, what springs to mind? Especially the, the caddy gates. Um, they bought, They used to cart them on tandem trailers, mm-hmm. and we never seemed to have any trouble with them. And then they, someone came up with a bright idea to have an Arctic truck to tow them around, and they didn't do their homework properly, and it was, was underweight for what it was supposed to carry. And we had all sorts of trouble with broken springs and... All uh, wheels falling off them and things like that. Trucks, truck, wasn't, the truck wasn't powerful enough mm. to cart them around, but it was just sort of niggly little things that always seem to put pressure on to, uh, getting the getting the gates there on time. But you got them there anyway to get the race meetings going. That's the main thing. Well, eh? yeah, I think the, the biggest day we ever had was one day we only had to go to Wipera, thank Christ, and we only just got down the bottom hill in Cambridge, and the bloody back axle fell on us. <laughs> And we had to try and get. We finished up. We got. I hired a high ab of a big truck, and we loaded. We stacked them on top of. The trouble is, when we first started, that the deck level was quite good. But then, as as we put a, a gate on, they just get higher and higher and higher. And, oh, I thought it was a bloody marathon. We, we got it there thanks to Steve Davis bagging us and everything. We uh, we got them there enough time. To, and they started the race like 10 minutes late. Oh, that's all right then. That's, uh, that's well done there. Uh, yeah. uh, gates have changed over the years. We spoke about the caddy gates. Uh, yeah, we had to go. I was lucky enough, I worked with four on caddy for a little while. And then um, when he was taken over, um, um, the case took over and I worked for them. And then in the last six years, we've had the. Australian gates, and they're absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we see things, uh, you know, at the start, uh, the gate's not opening, you know, for half a dozen open and three mightn't open. Is that all electrical, or uh, whose problem's that? Well, like, the, the caddy gates were, they were sort of unique because they were all like a Meccano set. They had to be sort of put together and everything, and there was um, a lot of the trouble was probably man-made, people not, not setting them up properly, mm-hmm. Um uneven tracks, like you start moving the running rail and then the ground, you get, the further you get out, you get undulating ground and the gates 
like the caddy gate for Keaton was sitting and sitting nice and square, so they sat on the pins and there was no pressure on the on the rubbers to, to open and everything like that. But as a, as progress and these these wise people, they started moving running rails and we were getting wider and wider, and the, the tracks were getting wider. That's where that's when a lot of trouble come in. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, you've seen the changes in the gates uh, uh, then from uh, the caddy gates uh, to uh, what we've got nowadays. So uh, they're working pretty well apart from the odd little failure here and there. Yeah, there's, there's just we've been touch wood. I shouldn't say this, but we've been pretty lucky with the with the set we've got. We've um, we've had a few horses go out the front of them mm-hmm. the last month or so, but that's really not much you can do about that. But, um, they give jockeys range to. To hold on to those horses, eh? Yeah, if you, yeah they, <laughs> but, they, they, they bust out every now and then. Uh, yeah, but apart, apart from that, is, um, they're, they're real good. They're good to work. They're, they're more horse-friendly, um, they're a lot easier to work. Um, mm. No, they're good value. Mm. The biggest thing, they're just, they're just so big, Peter, they can't round. Like, we can only, we're only um, legally allowed to have 14. We can't have any more. They're too long to cut on the road. Yes. So we've got a, if, we, if we have to have it, we've got a, a set of fourteen plus a set of four that we um, a little trailer set that we cart around, but for the extra um, because of the length and everything. Mm. Um, starting gates positioning. Uh, you know, I've been in the game for a while there, and every now and then we see them positioned in the wrong place. Uh, might be fifty metres away from the twelve or thirty metres away from the fourteen hundred or something. Uh, whose responsibility does that fall under? Well, it comes down to well, the starter's in charge. Like at the start, he he's, he's in total control. But it's like the the course manager sets the when they start moving the rails, they they, they mark the track out. Mm-hmm. Um, put like they'll put a mark on the rail or put a, a peg in the ground, you know, right on twelve hundred or twelve fifty or thirteen fifty or whatever it's supposed to be. Yes. Uh, it comes down to them, but we had an incident. At Cowper years ago, John Humphreys was a starter at the time, and I think it was his second full-time day as starter, and we've been having him on for months, and we were going to have him on, have him on, and we, we unbeknown to us, we we supposed to, we were supposed to start at the 1100, and we started at the 1200, and actually, George Simon actually got an announcer's box, said that um, they're almost set to go at the 1100 at the 1200, <laughs> and he let them go. And the horse of Roger Lang should have won. If it had been 1100, it would have won. But he got run over to 1200. So, um, Did they abandon the race, or what, what happened on that day? Was the race abandoned because it was the wrong start or not? Uh, honestly, I, no. I, I don't think it was. I know, no. I know Roger Lang was, was filthy. I, um, I, I think they, they, they let it go. Yeah, okay. I could be wrong. It was a long time ago. But. You touched on a good name there, old Roger. You could ride him, couldn't you? Change the old one now. Uh, yeah, no, I, mm. I actually went to school. What's that? I actually went to, I actually went to college with him. Oh, did you? Uh, speaking of uh, getting into the game, Peter, what got you started in uh, the racing game? Well, I was, I was born up around horses. Um, I was born in the King Country and Father had a farm, had, I had horses, pony club, and had big ideas of going to be a jockey. Actually, had one amateur ride right as an amateur rider, but um, I grew too big, got too big, and then I, I actually left school and became a butcher and did butchering for 25 years. And then I was always keen on the horses, and I was 
had a guy working for me who actually worked on the starting gate. He was a, uh, he was a butcher. Mm-hmm. And um, he said to me one day, well, a man short of Pukako, and did I want to go and have a go? So I went up there, and that was the start of it. That was, we were working for Ron Caddy then days. And then it was actually Tony McGovern's father and um, that, who was working for me. So that sort of got me started. I used to work every now and again. I was still playing rugby at the time, and I used to work in the summertime on the weekends if they were short. And then it sort of just snowballed, and then Wayne Cave sort of took over from his father. He was looking for someone to go full-time, and I put my hand up, so I've been there ever since. Mm. Is that when you when did you actually become uh, um, operations manager, Peter? I uh, just did my 20 years, Peter, uh, 20. on the... Uh, uh, in August. Oh, well. Uh, gold watch time soon, another five years, eh? <laughs> if I last that long. Uh, you said uh, you rode once an amateur riding, uh, an amateur riders race. What about training horses? Um, did you train any? Yeah, I've had, I've trained, I've had 18 winners, see? 18 winners. Well, yeah. that's good. That I, is won good. The, I won the Warrington Hurdles for Super Duper. Uh-huh. Um, he won three races for me. And then I had a horse called Sleepy Joe. He won three. I had a horse called El Marino. He won eight. Wow. Um, who else was there? I had, had a horse called Maharishi. He won one. I had a horse called Acapulco Bay. He won one. So I've been very lucky for you. Very, very lucky. So they've all won races by the sounds of things. All won races, yeah. Oh, you you got to go again or is that it? Well, I had a horse called Joking. And I, I, I thought he was going to be my last. But he ran second in the... Man or two steeples two years ago, and then he hurt himself. And then the old health hasn't been the best the last mm. four months. So I'm sort of I'm debating. I I still still feel as if I I would like to do it. I sort of I I like the jumpers because I can ride them myself. I do do all the work at home mostly on myself. Oh, do you still but, ride them? Yeah. yeah, but I'm a bit old and the bloody and the grounds. Getting too hard. <laughs> You're a long way from the ground, aren't you, up there? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's uh, well, it's good. Well, let's hope we can see uh, uh, can see Peter Stewart's name and lights again in the training a racehorse. Well, I hope so. I would like to think so, Pete, but whether it'll be, we'll see what happens. No, oh, good stuff. Uh, racing in general, how do you see it all going? Where do you see it at the moment, Peter? Um, it's sad in a way, the way it's gone. I think, um, like I'm a jump man. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the jumping and everybody's thing, but um, it's getting tough, getting tougher to, to ride, try and get riders, you know, guys to ride your horses at the track and school your horses. Um, and yeah. the travelling the travelling that's involved. But um, hopefully, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Well, let's hope so. Therefore, you know, jumping on, I've, I've had a few jumpers over the years and love it. Uh, yeah. the, the old, the jumping horses. It, it's sort of, I don't know how they, tra- how you guys train jumpers, but you must start nine months before, uh, you know, before they see yeah, their, a, see a, a fence. It's a time, I mm. think, It's a, uh, they're sort of, shouldn't say that, the jumping people are sort of different to the, to the other people. They, mm. they seem to be a lot friendly, a lot happier people in the. Yeah, it's um, a great community, the hunt community, isn't it? Yes, yeah. No, good. Oh, well, Pete, uh, let's hope you do train another one. Uh, that'll be fantastic. Oh. And to keep those gates going too. Keep the maintenance up. Get those boys onto it. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my best, mate. Good on you, Peter Stewart, operations manager there, the the gates and the big job it is too, looking after the starter gates. We've got to happen uh, there. Uh, uh, Pete, thanks for joining us today, and all the best with your health. Thank you very much, for Training Thank winners. You Take care. Thank Bye. You.